everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Speaking Plain English. I am your host, Roberta, and today we have such a topic. Today, we are going to talk about I love Jesus, but I can't stand church. Anybody been church heard out there? So before we begin, I will say take this disclaimer, make this disclaimer. We're not attacking the church or anything such as that. We're here to try to get an understanding um, on both sides. So with me today, I have two wonderful guests. We're going to start with Pastor Damon Mack from Live Church in Mount Vernon, New York. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And then we have my niece here as well, whose name is Brianna Snipes from the Bronx. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. So just so you guys know, Pastor Mack here is... Brianna's pastor. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, both of you have pretty much grown, you know, raised, been born and raised in church. In church all of my life. All of my, me as well, all of my life. And um, the reason why I wanted to have this topic discussed is because there's been a lot of, um, like we said, we call it church hurt. Mm -hmm. And there have been people who have been um, born and raised in church and feel like, you know, the church wasn't treating them well or they didn't get enough out of it. Or it was just church, 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 nothing, you know, that was really discussed as far as, like, how to live um, on a natural daily basis. So what I want to do is I kind of want to get an understanding from both ends on um, what we can do about that, you know, and how, because one thing that what we don't want people to do is we want, we don't want people to, because um, we are supposed, even though we're in a pandemic now, we do want people to have, you know, shepherds um, over their souls. So, we, you know, we want them to be able to, when we are able to come back together to congregate and come back together and have a place that they can actually be spiritually fed. Yes. So um, we're going to dive in a little bit. And so one of my questions is, um, what is the purpose? Pastor Mack will ask you, what do you feel like the purpose of the church is? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um, the purpose of the church is really to, uh, uh, to glorify God and to establish God's kingdom here on earth. Um, through his son, Jesus Christ, um, um, Jesus said, you know, to Peter, upon this rock, I build my church, mm -hmm. which is, is really the confession that Jesus is Lord. And the church is the institution that he established here on earth mm -hmm. to, um, to establish, like I said, that kingdom and, and to win people to, um, to, to Christ. And um, in, in essence, um, when the scripture says, being salt and light, that men should see your good works and Absolutely. glorify your Father. Right. So that people will see through the church the good works of God and then give glory to God and come into the kingdom of Absolutely. God. Absolutely. And one thing I want to specify is that when we say the church, we're not talking about the four walls. Right. We're not talking about the building. We're right. talking about the body of Christ. Right. Um, those who call us, we claim ourselves as Christians and followers of Christ. So just to clarify that. So, Brianna, let me ask you this. Do you think that the church is serving its purpose? Hmm. And be honest. Be, yeah, be honest. honest. Yeah. I'm not sitting here. Don't worry about <laughs> As a whole, straight. we're not specifically talking. Let's um, again. We're not sp talking about specifically a a specific church, but I'm saying the church as a whole. Mm -hmm. What would you think about that? Um, I would say back in the day, yes. Now, no. How? Ooh, please elaborate. Because mm. um, I think we kind of lost the. Um, Maybe like momentum, probably, okay. of what used to be, and we've modernized it to now. 
and obviously it's not working. Um, I feel like um, the church is embarrassing God because mm. of what they choose to do. I feel like nobody is focused on God. They're focused on money and members and the business part, which is you know also very important, but there's the main part, which is the souls, mm -hmm. and we're not focused on that. I agree with you, and um, the reason why I agree, I remember when I was younger, um, one thing that I would always say, uh, I remember saying at 16 years old, um, I love, I, listen, I've, I've, like I said, I've been born and raised in church, and um, I'm just going to come out with it. I grew up Church of God in Christ. <laughs> can You can't join in. You got to be born. You know how that goes. Yep. Yep. And But there were a lot of things that I saw in that church that, like, we weren't allowed to wear certain colors. Mm -hmm. We weren't, women weren't allowed to wear pants. Yeah. Um, there was just so many rules and stipulations that I was just like, okay, there has to be more, right. you know, because I knew for a fact that I love God and I love Jesus, but it was like, I, I was always saying there has to be something more. Mm -hmm. There has to be something more to all of this because you're telling us what we can't do, but you're not giving us options on, you know, we can, you know, what we can't, we're able to do. Right. And I have to be able to live. So I would agree with you there when, um, Especially when you were saying that we're trying to, um, like we've kind of lost the heart of God mm -hmm. in, a, in a sense. That we're, in, instead of looking at um, what Christ, how Christ would treat people, how Christ would answer certain situations, we're looking at their titles, we're looking at, um, you know, how many members can you get in your building, mm -hmm. and things such as that. So um, I want to I interject. I think that, um, I think context, you know, and I, when I talk, I try to talk in context. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe that our context, for as much as we've seen of the world and of church, is still limited. Mm -hmm. um, I would say overall, the church is serving its purpose. But I think in the context in which we see it, mm -hmm. you know, there are some issues or some... And also, I think um, I've been doing this study. You know, our church is still fairly new. We're just celebrated two years. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of studying about um, the purpose of the church, the mission of the church, mm -hmm. the, um, you know, values. Um, I think the purpose is why we exist. Mm -hmm. And I think where we are missing it, to speak to Bree in your point, mm -hmm. um, is the mission. So the purpose is why we exist. The mission is what we do. Mm -hmm. And I think there is some 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 um it's been tainted what we do and 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 really you know the mission and and is it's become a little bit more self-serving again in our context i don't want to make a broad statement right mm -hmm. but in our context what we've seen what i've witnessed as a parishioner and now as a pastor mm -hmm. is self-serving and it's self-serving not just from leadership but i can also say now from even the congregants, everybody just kind of wants, every kind of everybody kind of operates in a little of a, and I'm being modest in saying this because I don't want to upset nothing. Um, I'll do that the next time I come back. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, uh, we tend to operate in this narcissistic mm -hmm. posture. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. out for self, and unfortunately, it's found its way and it's taking root in the church. Mm. I want to speak to where you, um, I'm glad that you that you took it at a standpoint from being, as you called it, a parishioner, mm -hmm. as well as your transition. Now, how was that, how does the way that you um, remember, I say, growing up mm -hmm. in the church, how did, does that, first of all, does it 
um, affect the way that you pastor now, and if so, how? Absolutely. It definitely affects the way I pastor now because I reflect and remember the things that were the church hurt or the things that were in areas where I was mishandled to try to be very conscious mm -hmm. of not doing what was done to me or being cognizant of the things that, because we can forget so easily of, of what happened to us, you know, when, when it's time for us to be in a seat of decision making mm -hmm. or, or, you know, we will come down on somebody with, with no recollection of remember when people had grace with us. Right. Um, so um, that, that's what helped me. And then also I understand even now, because I always say I'm right down the middle. I'm born right in the middle. So I'm the split between the generation that is and the generation that, that was. was. Mm -hmm. And I understand the generation that is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I understand why, you know, some of the old school um, traditions mm -hmm. and rules that was not necessarily biblical, but they made it doctrine. Just traditional. And, you know, and some of it was out of ignorance, but also um, some of it was, um, I, I get it. I get it why, you know, I'm going to use just a very superficial surface topic, but something like attire, uh -huh. like why we were strict about skirts and because then with, with relaxing, we lose reverence and not reverence for an okay. individual, but how we approach God. And I, we can get into that whole conversation. God says, come as you are. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. But, you know, it, 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 I'm saying that to say that, um, I get it from both ends. I understand. I'm always keeping like the two worlds in front of me when I'm pastoring. I pastor Bree, who's a young woman in my church. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just to make sure that she's loved and that she's cared for while being corrected. Because mm. we grew up where we felt correction, but we didn't feel compassion. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. You know? And it's yeah. easy for me, it's easier for me to correct her when she knows I care for her. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? And establishing that line is, is what I'm learning to do as a pastor. I like, I like that. And one thing that we were, we've been missing um, I have to say is that having pastors that we feel like we can actually go to anybody mm -hmm. who should, who are supposed to be shepherds over our souls, we're supposed to be able to go to them for anything mm -hmm. and not worry about hearing it in their sermon, mm -hmm. you right. know, the next mm -hmm. Sunday. <sighs> and it's, it, it's just, there's so much of that people yeah. are using, you know, ministers are, and pastors are used some of, I can't say all, um, but a, I have seen several who have used the pulpit as mm -hmm. their personal mm -hmm. psychiatrist's couch. Mm -hmm. yeah. And oh yeah. gosh. And I vowed I vowed I vowed, I made a vow. One of the one of the vows I made as a pastor was that I was never I was never gonna have this false sense of courage mm -hmm. in the pulpit where I, I have this this bravado to deal with your situation mm -hmm. in a setting where you can't come back at me. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, so um, I'm not going to preach people's personal issues. That's awesome. And and if it hits you in a personal way, it's just my earnest attempt to preach the word of God, right. not to put you on blast. Awesome. You know, because a lot of times I've heard people with this bravado when they in the mic, mm -hmm. and now when we're in the office, yep. you, don't have that, you don't have to listen. <laughs> you know, so I vowed that, that I would, you know, I would make keep the main thing 
and worship the main thing. Awesome. And the main thing is Jesus Christ. Awesome. Yeah, I've been through that personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Not with me, though. No, 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 no. Let's make that TV no. land. Let's make it me. clear. It wasn't her. No. It wasn't Miss Pastor. No. So let me ask you this. Let's dive into that. Exactly. I mean, you don't have to give the whole situation. You don't have to name <laughs> names or anything like that. But what exactly was, in a, in a nutshell, what was the situation and how did that make you feel? Um, well, it was only two instances where I was targeted doing the message. Mm -hmm. um, but I've seen this individual target other people throughout his whole message every Sunday. And um, one instance was I wasn't at um, a Friday night service because I was actually doing like community service somewhere else, mm. not for jail or anything. It was just you know serving the community. <laughs> and um, I didn't let him know that I was going to be there, but my mother was informed. And so the Sunday um, I went, you know, to church or whatever, and and the mic. Oh you need to tell your mothers and you need to be here and this, that, and the third. And he's walking down the aisle looking at me. And if you know me, my attitude, I'm not mm -hmm. taking that. So I'm just like, you're not, you know, I don't have to, you know, talk to you about this. And then right. there's members in the church like, amen, Brianna. Wow. Yeah. That. So it was just like, in this moment, I would go off, but because I have reverence for God's house, I'm not going to, but you're going to see me afterwards. <laughs> and then even afterwards, no. I informed my mother, mm -hmm. and he has this whole thing was, um, I'm not scared of none of you kids, or you, your fathers or your mamas, and if you got a problem, call my phone, and he would call his phone number every Sunday. And so my mother was like, well, she has a problem, and she wants to discuss this with you. I don't want to talk to her, because... Well, you just told everybody you would right. talk to us. But it was for me. Everybody else he would, you know, talk to. But he didn't want to talk to me. Because, um, See, yeah. that, that, that's that, that. That's the type of stuff that drives people away. Yeah. That's the type of thing that, you know, if because you never know who could have come in right. looking for something, with, you know, being hungry for something, or who are new and babies in Christ, and they think that they're anything that you, any, like any type of baby, mm -hmm. anything that you give them, they're going to gravitate towards The best it. part about that, that Sunday there was a guest there. See? That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We don't know what type of condition that guest was in. We don't know what they came in there for. We didn't know what they needed. Right. But instead of doing, you know, saying what it is that God may have given them to say at that moment, mm -hmm. you take the opportunity to bash people. And if I, my thing is this, if God didn't say it, I'm keeping my mouth shut. Right. And if God did not give you a word for that day, then you ask somebody else, <laughs> you know, you ask somebody else to minister. If you're in a, if you're in a state, because people are human, you know, and we all have our issues and we have our situations and things that we have on our minds. But again, the pulpit is not the place right. to address those things. Especially when it's when you're being when you're you know being specific about specific people, right? You get that. Matter of fact, that's even scripture where you said if you have an ought with your brother, mm -hmm. you're supposed to go to them mm -hmm. first, and then if if um quote me if you know correct me if I'm correct if I'm wrong, if that doesn't work out, then you bring somebody else mm -hmm. into the situation. One person that's you know that's not on either one of them side, and then you handle it that way, and then then if that's a problem, then you bring it before. But, I mean, don't just come straight out the gate mm -hmm. talking about, 
I did this, you did. I've, I've had that. I've seen that happen before myself, mm -hmm. and I got so upset. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! And the, and you know, and the thing whew. is, the thing is, <laughs> right. you know, um, that people, as again, as a leader, um, people can uh, something like that may frustrate whatever mm -hmm. may frustrate the leader. Um, but I, I'm learning more than ever. It requires extreme discipline, mm -hmm. you know, to know when and even how mm. to address a matter. Um, they know I love them, but they know I don't. Don't play no games. There is a button that mm -hmm. you can touch that <laughs> now, again, I'm not going to make Sunday morning or Sunday right. my worship service my personal platform. Right. But, but in a smaller setting, you know, like she's on my music ministry, mm -hmm. so she knows that, you know, I, I give a lot of compassion and care, mm -hmm. but it can get a little, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and then I can go there. But even in that, it's a discipline to know mm -hmm. how and when. Even if, even if it's something to say, hey, Brianna, can you, you know, I, I, I want those who serve here to be accountable. Mm -hmm. Can you just let me know when you're not going to mm -hmm. versus the whole, that's a little old. Like, like we're still doing that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, you know. And then it feeds into the narrative as to why people, don't want to come to church. Right, right. You know, it feeds into that. I, I, real quick, I had a um, conversation. Um, we were having prayer. We tried to go into prayer before service. I had a conversation with um, one of my mothers. And I, I get it. It was a lot of noise, and she's praying. It, but then mm -hmm. now she's kind of fussing mm. at the... And I said, Mother, I'm not looking at the persons who know better. They know not to really be loud. But I said, but what you missed was... We had like ten visitors mm -hmm. sitting there, and our, and one of our values is that when you come to our church, it's a warm experience, mm -hmm. which it should be. Right. So keep that in mind, and 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 make sure that 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 we always keep in mind people are watching, especially now in the virtual space. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What we say, how we say it, and even who we say it to, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it resonates because it carries now to hundreds and even thousands of other persons. So it requires a lot of discipline. For the leader. Awesome. Um, I'm going to ask a question that um, both of you, I believe, can answer. Um, how do you think that the church can be more well-rounded and um, handle teaching on things that are, you know, so that we're not just spiritual beings because we, you know, we are human <laughs> as well. So it's good. Yes, we have to live holy. We have to live right. We have to do all of that. What? How can we take spiritual things and make it practical, mm -hmm. starting with Pastor Matt. Well, um, it's, that is really the core of um, our, that's the core of how we even came up with the name of our church, which is live as an acronym for life, inspired, victorious, empowered. Nice. And we really um, envisioned the church being a place that as a result of your your spiritual commitment and dedication to Christ, your natural life improves. Mm. Um, so we look at the, at, at the church as a conduit, as a place where you come to be empowered, where you come to be inspired, where you come to um, um, understand living victoriously through the teaching and, and belief and power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And then that is manifested in your everyday life. Yes. 
So we, we purposely wanted to, and, and just to, to go back a little bit, one of the things that I believe God has called me for in this time um, as a pastor is to win the lost, mm. but also to renew hope mm-hmm. in those who have lost faith in awesome. church. I love it. And to try to create an atmosphere, an atmosphere where, you, where I just say to people, just try church again. Mm-hmm. Try, because the institution is, um, the institution is in and of itself, the way Jesus established it, is not flawed, but there are flawed people. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there's flawed people, all of us, right. in any and everything. We are all flawed. We can get into that at another time, but really we just getting have to have a part to understand <laughs> that, that, hey, that, 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 that we intentionally want you to come, that, that through this experience, your life gets better, your money gets better, your education mm-hmm. gets better, your physical body gets better, your, your family gets better, right. your, that, that we are trying to implement. Now, again, our priority is always spiritual. Right, right. Um, and we can only do but so much, mm-hmm. even in feeding the community. I know there's always a critique that the church doesn't do enough, the church doesn't do enough community. You know, and, and we, even with what we do, we, you know, we, 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 there's always room to do, mm-hmm. always room to do more. But prayerfully, it is my hope that, that even in our church and live church, that that's exactly what you learn how to do. Mm-hmm. You learn how to live. And you don't just learn how to do church. Right. But it's through the experience that you, that, that is manifested in your everyday life getting better. Absolutely. So that's what I think, you know, we can do. Just be well-rounded. I love it. You know? Brianna? Um, I think that one, the church needs counseling so they know how to deal with certain situations. Mm, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't, so we get out of tradition because this is a new age with, you know, new minded people. Mm-hmm. And we're working back then, it's obviously not working now. Mm-hmm. So um, we have to learn how to actually talk and have a conversation mm-hmm. and not just preach in scriptures. Because as much as Jesus was spiritual, he was actually human. Absolutely. And he gave real life answers. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, if I'm going through um, a breakup, I'm not going to want to hear no, no scripture. I'm going to leave and walk out in the middle of your <laughs> scripture. Cause I'm going to push back on that a little. Um, you do need you do. Need I mean, yeah, yeah, but not the whole, you know. I hear it. But, but no, this is my pushback. Um, being able to make it applicable. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. where we fall yeah. short. Fall short in certain areas. Yeah. And not only applicable, but make it relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a balance. Like, right. So right, you can right, talk right, to me. Right, right. I mean you can you know teach me, but you know, let's let's not quote Bible scriptures the whole time. Actually speak to me. You know? Or like a balance. You I know? got you. I got what you're saying because and I also understand what you're saying because and in, in, I'm still finding out that there, for every single situation, yeah. there is something in the Bible that mm-hmm. is going to um, answer it. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's what we need to do. We yeah. need to take the scriptures and, like you said, make it applicable to each situation right. yeah. and help to understand, okay, this is exactly, this is what this says, mm-hmm. but this is what it means, and this is how it applies to now. Right. That and, is, that's what's necessary. And to Bree's point, to Bree's point, um, when the scripture talks about... Um, you know, did you feed me? Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, if a person is hungry and they're coming in, or, or if a person is, um, if, if a woman, God forbid, is in a domestic mm-hmm. situation. situation, and she comes to the church, black eye, nose bleeding. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I know where you're going. You know Please say it. And she's running it. in the church, 
I'm not rushing her to the altar. Come on, say G G G G G G G, and, and throwing the scripture down her throat. Mm. No, we're gonna get you cleaned up. We're gonna call the authorities. We're gonna get yeah. you some counseling. Right. We're gonna get you, you, you know. So it's 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 to that point. Um, and the only reason why I'm saying it because I, I don't want our listeners to take yeah. one extreme to another. Right. Um, but yes, we need to get you immediate help to address this Absolutely. situation. If a person is coming in um, hungry, haven't eaten, you right. know, before I give them. You know, the bread of life, I got to give them some physical bread. Yep. Right. And in doing that, then that's when I allow the, the opportunity to witness. Right. And to, um, you know, we had a lady come to the church one day, and um, she had just lost her baby. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the middle of doing something, and she was crying, and she was getting ready to leave. And I stopped service. I said, hey, you know, sis, I know you're leaving, but before you leave, can we just stop service and pray for you? And um, thankfully, we've been in contact with her and just, you know, just just trying to help her. Now, she only came to the church once, mm-hmm. but we provide ministry, and we provide a ministry through mm-hmm. actual, applicable, real-life situations. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, and, yeah. and that's what's necessary. I didn't mean to take your time. I'm used to it. But that's important because there's a phrase that we hear, that we hear several times. People don't care how much you know until mm-hmm. they know how much you, you care. care. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely necessary to under, it's that, especially that you did that. Mm-hmm. Took the time to you know instead of going throughout the mm-hmm. service, be like, okay, well, mm-hmm. we'll pray for you mm-hmm. and then continue on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, with praise and worship or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. People need to know that we're you know what this is a situation that needs to be taken care mm-hmm. of right now. Mm-hmm. And actually being able to follow the lead of God and the Holy Spirit to be able to hear and understand, okay, you know what? This can wait. Our program can go to the side for a minute. This is something that, because you never know what she would have done if you guys would have not taken the time. She could have decided, this is my last resort. After I leave here, I have nothing else. I'm going to go and, you know, off myself. So that's, that is, that's majorly important. And um, before we close out, one thing that um, I noticed that you mentioned, um, that we're probably going to have, like I said, this is where there's so many other things, ways that we can go with this. Um, being that you have a, um, one of your ministers of, not ministers of music, I'm speaking things into existence. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, <laughs> on your praise team. One not. thing that I have to notice, and um, again, I've grown up in church mm-hmm. and I've come from a family of musicians. Mm-hmm. And one thing, and I'm, I'm not just going to say for musicians, but anybody who pretty much serves mm-hmm. in the church, um, how they can go underserved I'll mm-hmm. put it like that how mm-hmm. it's possible for them to for people to be like oh as long as you play these keys and make mm-hmm. us feel good mm-hmm. as long as you know the band is kicking as long as you make sure that this person sits where they're supposed to be as long as you're giving me my water mm-hmm. we don't care how much your soul is you know we don't care how you're doing mm-hmm. taking the time to actually you know minister to those who are ministering mm-hmm. are you guys okay is how's your family situation do you need anything mm-hmm. Things such as that. It's great to put money in their pockets and to pay them if that's the case because... There's a lot of churches that don't do that. There are situations where you don't, where that, you know, where that's not happening. But how how are you? How is right. your soul? Yeah. Are you okay? Do you, Are you going through anything? Mm-hmm. That type of thing is, I, I feel, is absolutely necessary. Yeah. You know? And I, and I, um, you know, I let all of them know that their talent and their gift is secondary to me. Mm-hmm. That as a pastor, their soul is more important. Mm-hmm. And Bree will tell you that I'm always like, hey, what's going on? I, even with her, with her sitting mm-hmm. there, I kind of got this look 
when she's like, everything fine, or does she be like, you know, don't look at me like that, Pastor. I don't feel <laughs> like... Why is he being my business yeah. too much? Like, move. You know, um, and even, even in the practical sense of, you know, I don't, I can't pay everybody, mm-hmm. but even in them, them serving, um, you know, before the pandemic, I would at least try to treat them to dinner on a regular basis or create opportunities for them, like... If there is a situation where somebody can get paid, I'm going to my people and making sure that they're mm-hmm. getting. And then I'm really more than that. Um, I'm, I'm moving towards. Um, she just first time she's hearing this, but staggering even them so that they can just have a Sunday where they can just worship. That's awesome. You know where That's awesome. Um, I believe that the church, people in the church, especially those who work in the church, need sabbaticals. Mm-hmm. Need yes, to take a little minute. Absolutely. Even the pastors. Yourself because right. Especially because, because you get you get you get worn out from from everything that you deal with. Um, and that's all taking care of the soul. And they know one thing, like you said, people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. All of them I, I think and I've tried for my wife and I to convey to them through our action mm-hmm. that if they hit critical moments in their life and if that we will stop what we're doing mm-hmm. and make sure that they're okay and that awesome. they feel covered, that they feel protected, that they feel cared for, mm-hmm. you know, which is the job of, of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay, so before we wrap this up, I would just like to get some last words from each of you to our viewers out there. Starting with Brianna. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first I can say that, oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> Um, I can say from my past experiences with church, I don't have that same outlook. Um, with church now, with the the church that I'm in with my pastor, because there, you know, there are actually real people or pastors rather that really do care for you and not for your money or for what you can do. And I've experienced that personally. Um, so even when I lost faith, uh. Oh, I'm going to sound like you. Ready? Faith didn't lose me. <laughs> I don't know why. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I feel like slowly but surely, um, if you, you know, pick the right place, um, you will get a, a better outlook on church so you don't have to, you know, have a negative feeling about it. So That's good. Pastor. Well, thank you for the opportunity, um, and I couldn't have shared this platform with anyone better than you and and, and it, one of my beloved 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 um Levites. <laughs> that's new. Uh, Levites. That's new, right? Don't say that again. Don't, don't say that again. <laughs> so again, thank you for this opportunity to um be with you all and I just want to encourage you as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ that um this particular season is the most important time for the Christian where we celebrate and commemorate the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's through him that we are saved and that we are accepted into the family. I want to encourage everybody out there that has experienced church hurt, that has been disappointed by leadership, that has been let down to try church again, that we are a family. And with any family, with any family, you have ups, downs, goods, bads, you have highs, you have lows. But what connects us is what we believe, mm-hmm. and we believe that Jesus is Lord. We believe that he died for our sins. We believe that we are washed in his blood, and I pray that you will give church another try. Um, you can 
visit wherever you go, wherever you feel most comfortable. Even if you've been hurt before, I guarantee you there is a place where you can grow and where you can go. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to encourage you, if you're not able to go um, wherever you are, you can come to the Live Church. Um, we are Live Nation. Our address is 237 South 6th Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. You can visit us at www thelivechurch.org um, we have service every Sunday at 1pm you can check us out on Facebook at The Live Church or you can check us out on YouTube The Live Church NY The Live Church NY I promise you that you will have a warm engaging, lively, free worship experience with us so come on over to Live Nation but if you can't make it to Live Nation try church again there is somewhere where God is waiting for you God bless you all and I love you Absolutely. Thank you so much, Pastor Mac. Thank you for joining us, Brianna. Um, Guys, I have nothing left to say. They've said it all. Um, You all have a wonderful rest of your evening, afternoon, morning, whatever type of day it is, whenever you're watching this. Thank you for tuning in to Speaking Plain English. Until next time.